I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The Biden administration has proposed a new rule to recreate or to preserve the DACA program. Again, for those children who came across the border illegally uh, through really no fault of their own. And, uh, of course, the ruling was declared illegal by a district judge uh, during this past summer. And so it is one of those testaments to what gets done by executive order uh, either gets done by another executive order by a succeeding president or it gets undone in the courts. And that battle back and forth and again, the intentions I think are correct in terms of providing some certainty uh, for these children uh, who came across when they were young. The problem is, is when you do things by executive order, it creates more uncertainty for the very group you're saying you're trying to help. And I've noticed now that the administration has gone away from using the term executive order. They're now going to the rule word that an executive branch agency they announced on Monday would initiate a new rule. Uh, The new rule is designed to circumvent what was ruled by the court uh, in terms of the previous uh, DACA rule that was put in place by President Obama. And on uh, a number of the Sunday shows over the weekend, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, talked about how these things are playing out and what this new rule, again, is really an executive branch edict, uh, what that looks like and what that's going to play for. Let's start with his comments on Meet the Press, where he talked about working uh, simply in a an immigration system that is broken. I think we meet the challenges, but we are working in a completely broken system. And as to that, there is unanimity in Washington and in the country. I've never heard anyone say that the laws in immigration are well-structured. So I agree with Secretary Mayorkas, the immigration system is broken. There's no question. And he is 100% correct. Everybody agrees that it is broken. Uh, But you do not fix a broken system by initiating a rule that is also broken, that is unlikely to result in certainty and a path forward, especially for those children who have come across the border uh, through no fault of their own when they were young. Uh, He continued to make the rounds. He also uh, went on Fox News Sunday, Secretary Mayorkas did, uh, with Chris Wallace, where they discussed this flood of people coming across the border. Uh, Here's that exchange. The statistics of of your own department show that the flood of people coming illegally across the border has gotten worse under the Biden administration. So I wouldn't call it a, a, a flood, Chris, if I if I may. But we have, we, we have seen large numbers of individuals uh, encountered at our border making a claim for asylum, for humanitarian relief, which is a, a statute, which is a law uh, uh, of the United States, that individuals can make a claim of fear of persecution by reason of their membership in a particular social group. That's what the law provides. 
This, uh, we have certainly seen a large number here in uh, this year, but in 2019, we saw a large number in 2014, in 2010. This is nothing new. It spans uh, many, many years. Uh, it spans different administrations of both parties, and it speaks to the need for legislative reform. All right, and, and Secretary Mayorkas is 100% right. This speaks to the need for legislative reform. He's absolutely right. The problem is when you say that is what is needed, but then you act by executive order or rule out of an executive branch agency uh, that is not encouraging the right process to happen. And that's why we're still where we are. He is right. We did see increases across the border in 2012, 2014, 2019. It does span administrations and parties. Uh, It is a broken system, to be sure, but you don't fix the system by further breaking the system. And you do not create certainty for those you're trying to help with a new broken system that everyone knows will end up back in the courts, which will do what? Create more uncertainty for the very people that we're trying to help. Uh, and, and so that's where I really get into the problem with both Democrats and Republicans is that you can't just keep trying to solve problems by executive order. Congress has to do its job. I agree with Secretary Mayorkas. Both sides of the aisle know the system is broken. Everyone agrees. You've heard me talk about it on this show in the past. It was the most astonishing thing to me when I went back to Washington uh, was immigration. Because everyone agreed. Everyone agreed we need a border. We need to make it easier for people to come here legally than it is to come here illegally. We need to make sure we have the right things in place when it comes to things like green cards, H-1B visas, and so on. Uh, We also need to be able to tell who comes in the country and who goes out of the country. Uh, I have always made the claim if Disneyland can tell you where your family is at any moment in the park over a three-day weekend, surely, surely the most powerful country on earth can figure out who comes in and who leaves the country. Uh, And so there's a a host of things that every single member of Congress agrees on. Secretary Mayorkas is right. It requires a legislative solution. So let's get a legislative solution. What's the barrier to that? Politics. (laughs) The political parties would much rather have immigration as a campaign point and a way to raise funds than they would get to a policy solution. Uh, This, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. It's one of the most frustrating things I experienced in Washington was listening to members of both parties absolutely 110% agree on what needs to be done, what needs to be fixed. And members of Congress will even go so far as to say, Congress needs to fix this. And yet they refuse And why do they refuse? It's because of the politics of it all. Uh, Both sides raise way too much money off of anger, fear, and frustration when it comes to immigration. I've had people challenge me and say, well, you know, it's it's a good theory, Boyd, that everyone agrees on this, and so we should be able to solve it. And then you get the but. But what about all of those that are already here illegally? Well, here's my solution to that. Don't ask the American people to trust you in Washington again on this issue. You should trust the American people. Let's flip the script. I trust the American people. 
So whatever the number is of people who are here in the country illegally already, there's a percentage of those that are thugs and bad guys. And I trust the American people to know what to do with thugs and bad guys. And so then what does that leave us with? That leaves us with some pretty sympathetic cases of either these DACA-type recipients, children who came across with their parents, had no real say in the matter, have no way to go back to anywhere. They don't know the language. They're not part of the culture. Uh, There's no reason or way to send them back. They're sympathetic cases. And guess what? I trust the American people to know what to do with those sympathetic cases. The American people have shown they know how to do that over and over and over again. Uh, We are one of the most compassionate countries on this planet, always the first to show up in a catastrophe, always the first to donate when there's a natural disaster. The American people get it. We need our members of Congress and administration. I don't care what political party. We need them to get it so we can get this done. So we don't keep having the uncertainty. Let's get to some confidence. Let's get to a path forward. We can do that. We just have to have a different kind of conversation. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.